And so, with the cup held high, me the leave Croke Park, All-Ireland football champions for 1949. This is Colm's first punch. Finity delayed reaction, looks around, sees Martin O'Connell coming in and thinks that the best action is to go down. What a set of matches we've had. Four terrific and memorable games. Final score meets 2-10. Dublin, 15. So Joe McDonough, GA president, presents Sam McGuire to Graham Geraghty and meet of the football champions. Hello listeners, you're very welcome to another edition of your We Are Me podcast brought to you by Davey Rispin and Mickey Bryan as always. Um, a few things to go through on this episode of the We Are Me podcast, Davey, but we're going to start off last Saturday night in the Blackwater Inn in Kells. Um, and uh, I'm a little bit ropey, I have to say. Still, today, it's Monday. We didn't do a recording of the podcast on Sunday because we had to recover. We put a huge effort into the Kiko Sports All-Stars Team of the Year event at the Blackwater Inn on Saturday night and it was a massive, massive success, Davey. Yeah, it was a huge success. I suppose we weren't really uh, sure of what 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 it would entail or how it would go really, Mickey, up until the night. Um, we did know we had a decent number of registrations going into it from our Eventbrite, but we couldn't really have been prepared for the crowd that descended on the Blackwater Inn on Saturday night. It was a great night, um, really, really uh enjoyable and uh, great to see so many players in so, so many clubs represented and uh, just so many people flocking to it as well and enjoyed a great night of crack and entertainment as well it was superb yeah absolutely and uh you know a few things i suppose from the night you mentioned it already the crowd that arrived the players all uh, uh took it seriously and as you said so many clubs represented and then so many listeners to the podcast as well who made it over to the Blackwater Inn. It really was a, a great night. And in fairness to George and Patricia in the Blackwater, they they made it a very, very special night as well, Davey. They did, yeah. And it was uh, extra special when George stood up and gave his six and a half minute speech, uh, which was uh, <laughs> unbelievably well assembled. I thought he was absolutely going to bolt on us um, because when you were about to tee him up, Mickey, he, he just walked towards the toilet and he says to me, I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> and he really left us in the lurch and we didn't really expect what what came next and that was an incredible uh speech by george and he had the whole crowd uh in the palm of his hand he really did have their undivided attention and uh it was thoroughly deserved because he executed it to to a fine art yeah he really did and uh, a fantastic speech it was on the fitting that uh such a good speech on such a great night as well and for uh, everybody that was there, they were well entertained. Davy, I suppose uh, it's only right now that uh, I know at this stage probably everybody knows what the Kiko Sports All-Star Team of the Year looked like for 2022, but I think we should announce it, Davy. Um, the winner of the goalkeeper's jersey was Barry Farley from Gail Cullum Kill Kells. The full-back line on the All-Star Team of the Year was Ushin Miland from uh, Dulik Bellustown. Uh, the full back was Evan Hoy from Castleton, and uh, wearing the number four jersey was Ushin Foley from Dunshockland. The half back line was Stephen Shepherd, the old warhorse from Wolf Tones. Ross Ryan was our centre back from Summerhill, and uh, completing our half back line was Tom Bowden, the young man from Dulik Bellustown, a bright future ahead of him as well. Midfielders was a, a, a brilliant, brilliant pairing of Rean McConnell from Castleton, another man with a huge, uh, bright future ahead of him. And he was joined by Jack Flynn, uh, a.k.a. Ivan Drago from Jack, uh, from Ratote. And uh, that had a bit of, we had a bit of crack with that on the night as well. The half-forward line was Dahi McGowan from Ratote. Dara Rowe wore the number 11 from Sidon and Cormac Brown from St. Bridget's got in at number 12. Our full forward line was Kevin Ross from Castletown. Mickey Newman, the mercurial Mickey Newman, uh, the 
what can you say about that man? He was in our uh, team of the week three weeks in a row for being the top scorer. Um, and uh, it was fitting that the jersey, the number 14 jersey went to him. As we've said before on the podcast, we're now re- retiring the number 14 jersey. Uh, Mickey Newman is not retired. I don't think, but we'll be retiring the f- number 14 jersey if Mickey Newman is not winning it from now on. And then completing the lineup was Luke Mitchell um, from Dunshockland. Um, a star-studded affair, and I wouldn't mind having that team taking the field, Davy Rispin. No, you wouldn't mind going to war with them, would you? And uh, yeah, nice blend, nice uh, spread from across the county, and absolutely brilliant to see them and, and all our nominees there as well, it has to be said, Mickey, because uh all of those positions were extremely hard to pick because we had three outstanding nominees in each position great to see so many of them there obviously they got a few points as well on the house so there was um something for everybody there on the night too mickey and uh i think uh one thing that we have to mention too was our player of the year um who was dahi mcgowan and he uh received a, a lovely print of the team along with a few other people from johnny mcgarty of championship prints so full credit to them for their contribution as well yeah, absolutely. And if anybody hasn't seen uh, the print of the uh, Kiko Sports Team of the Year, All-Stars Team of the Year, uh, go on to our social media. It's an absolutely beautiful print, framed and all by Johnny McGurty. And uh, yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. Anybody out there who's looking to get uh, a, a, a print of, of, of your own team or of the All-Star team or of your club team or of a certain year where you won a championship, Johnny McGurty is the man to go to from uh, Championship Prince. You'll find him on Instagram. Um, and, and they were absolutely beautiful. And, and thanks to Johnny McGurty for supplying them for us to give to um, some of our special guests. And our thanks as well to Brendan Smith from Ballinacree. He took all the photos on the night. Um, our thanks to our special guest and speaker on the night, which was Davy Nelson, the new Mead Ladies uh, manager. Absolutely brilliant to see Davy over there. Uh, George and Patricia Plunkett, of course, our sponsors from the Blackwater Inn. And of course, Adam McDermott representing Kiko Sports. He designed the jersey as well. And, you know, the, the jersey itself, Davy, so many good uh, uh, um, comments about the jersey because it was absolutely stunning. Yeah, the jersey was amazing. I suppose we've we've got to see it over the last number of weeks, and uh, obviously the goalkeeper's one is um is black with with like a little bit of a green trim in it. So that was for Barry, and then the two to fifteen, uh, obviously the white strip with the the green trim down it. Uh, lovely, lovely jersey quality. The stars like embedded subtly within the jersey, and. Uh, I know a lot of people availed of our club shop in the last couple of weeks as well, Mickey. So uh, for those who haven't got their hands on it yet, it's on its way. So you should have it in the next four or five weeks. And um, for those who haven't and got to see the jerseys after the team of the year, I think we'll probably be opening that up again at some stage, Mickey, in the near future. And people will get a chance to buy their jerseys. Absolutely class trip. Yeah, yeah. And again, our thanks to Kiko Sports and to George and Patricia Plunkett from the Blackwater Inn for for, for, uh, helping us. And of course, we gave a huge mention on the night as well to PR Coin and Sons, our main sponsor of the podcast, Davey. And, you know, without all of our sponsors, you know, these nights are not uh, uh, doable, you know, like, and it, it it was just brilliant to see the buy in from from so many people across the county and from our sponsors as well. Yeah, from speaking to people afterwards as well, like there was, I suppose something like this hasn't been done for a while in me, then there was probably a little bit of a void left there, you know, and so as we were the, the opportunists, maybe you could say, to come in and try and do it. And uh, there's a lot in it, but it's really enjoyable and you get a great kick out of seeing a big crowd and seeing what it means to people really um so it, it all sort of makes it worthwhile for the likes of ourselves mickey uh but as you say like it wouldn't have been possible without all of our sponsors to be brutally honest about it Um, each and every single one of them contributed in a huge way yeah absolutely and and again you know we just want to reiterate that you know there was there was no um cover charge on the night or anything like that and you know, nobody made money out of this. An awful lot of effort and work went into it, and, and it was a fantastic night. But we did have a charity partner, um, too, on the evening, which was absolutely brilliant, um, that we were able to bring in a charity like So Sad. And, David, you can now reveal that we, uh, we we raised a nice few pounds for So Sad, which is a very worthy charity. 
Absolutely, Mickey. Uh, 900 euro, I think, on the button, almost made, uh, which is absolutely brilliant. There was people there, sorry, there was people who weren't there that also contributed on the night, which was fantastic, who couldn't make it for one reason or another, but were still more than happy to throw us a few pounds to put into the buckets, which was great. And uh, yeah, listen, um, we had Siobhan Murray there from SoSad, and, and she spoke poignantly as well um, about what it means and how their fundraising is generated through like events like that. So, you know, I'd imagine that 900 quid will, will go a long way and um, it's probably the least we could have, uh, could have done. Yeah, 100%. Well, look, we want to thank everybody who showed up on the night and thank all the players as well and all the nominees who turned up because it was a fantastic, fantastic night and, and we really enjoyed it. We put an awful lot of work into it, but uh, I suppose when we saw the crowd there on the night, it really made it worthwhile. So, um, yeah, it's something that we, we we hope to make bigger and better from, from here on in and uh, it really was a, a massive success. So well done to everybody who attended. So... Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30-second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near-silent cutting of a Husqvarna automower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control automower from your phone. Automower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin & Sons, your authorised automower dealer on 046 955 1910 or in store in Clonard County Meath. Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coin & Sons. If you need any more information on the automower, feel free to call into us here in Clonard County Meath. Just as well to let our listeners know that uh, on our Loyal Royals podcast this week, the Patreon forward slash We Are Mead, we will have an interview with Colm O'Rourke. Davy caught up with him at the um, media event that was to launch the regional championship. And we're also going to have a Loyal Royals podcast about the regional championship this week and uh, the, the format of it, the teams, the managers, you know, we're going to go into great detail and we have a couple of interviews as well. Barry O'Connell from Waterstown, he'll be part of the Boyne Valley team. And of course, Ger Robinson, who's going to be managing the Tara uh, region. So um, do look out for that podcast later this week as well. But now it's time, to David, to move on to, um, I suppose, some results from uh, last week. And we're going to go to the under 20 championship and go through the results from that. So we'll start with the under 20A football championship, Davy. We're going to go down A, B, C, D, and then we're going to go back to the under 20 championship, the actual, because it's it's, it's done a weird way in me. We have under 20, and then we have under 21A. So A is basically division two. Exactly. We'll start with A and uh, we'll start on Friday night. First round action coming your way from Stamullen and uh, with St. Peter's Dunboyne who survived a scare against St. Pat's. They emerged victorious 111 to 2-7. And in the other game, it was the big town derby, the big Navan derby uh, between Simonstown and Navan O'Mahony's in Paddy O'Brien Park. And it was your own Simonstown Gales who um, won a thoroughly entertaining game, 15 points to 9. Um, it was... Uh, Tit for tat most of the way through, but Simonstown put the foot on the accelerator towards the latter stages and pulled clear to, to record a deserved victory and the bragging rights. Yeah, yeah, the bragging rights within the town, absolutely. But uh, they were trailing six points to one in this game as well, Davy, and came back into it. And it was tit for tat for a while. And then Simonstown, as you said, pulled away in that second half. They squandered a couple of goal chances. And when I think there were maybe two points up at that stage and uh, maybe thought that they had opened the door for O'Matley's to come back into it, but in fairness to them, they, they finished strong. Johnny Mills's charges there from Simonson, so a really good win for them. Um, and uh, look, we'll see more from Navin O'Matley's, I'm sure, throughout this championship. So we'll move on now to Group B of the under-21, or sorry, under-20A, I'm an old money, um, and uh, we're going to Kilbride on Saturday, and uh, it was Kilbride against the league Bellionstown, and Kilbride came away and prevailed in this one just about three goals and seven to Delique Bellews Towns, one goal and 12. So the young guns there from Kilbride getting a one point victory over Delique Bellews Town. And then in Grange Godden, it was Kilary Emmett's against Gail Column Kill. 
and Kilari Emmets came away with the victory 210 to Gail Column Kills 29. So um, a one point victory there also for Kilari Emmets. So we're going to move on now to the under 20B. It's the Coolwright Refrigeration Championship, by the way. Starting Group A, Mickey and from Conrad Mead Hill recorded a handsome victory on Friday night over. Their North Mead counterparts, Oldcastle, it was from Condrit Mead Hill, 5-14, Oldcastle, 1-11. And then on Saturday, there was one game played, took place in Drumbarra, between Drumbarra and Dundry, with Dundry, uh, handsome victors, 5-19 to 1-5. Yeah, a huge victory there for both from Condrit uh, Mead Hill and Dundry in Group uh, A of the under-20B. So we'll go to Group B. And uh, the venue on Friday night was Ballinlock and it was Nobber, Kilmain and Wood. That amalgamation beat Ballinlock on a scoreline of 4.14 to 1.9. And then on Saturday in Ballinabracky, Waterstown got a victory over Clannard, Ballinabracky on a scoreline of 4 goals and 7 to Ballinabracky, Clannard's 10 points. So we'll move on now to Group A of the Under-20C Football Championship. Yep, yeah, first game up on Saturday was between Bective and Dunsany and Nafina, and a huge victory here for the Bective Dunsany amalgamation or combination. 4 11 to 1 4, they defeated Nafina. And in the other game played in Martry, Wolf Tones had a comfortable enough victory in the end over St. Dalton's Courtown Gales. 4 13 to the Tones, 1 15 to St. Dalton's and Courtown. Um, was that that decent game? Uh, Wolf Tones very impressive in the first half. Oshin Martin ran the show. Joe Smith and uh, Kyle Moran shared two ten between them for a team managed by Michal McDermott, and we we were led to believe this will be a swan song with the Wolf Tones. He's going to see the campaign out with the under twenties, which is great to see, but he's not going to be on the sideline for Wolf Tones next year. But we may well talk a little bit more about that in the coming week or so as well, Mickey. Yeah, we will. Uh, you know, one of the the podcasts that people used to look for towards the end of last year, of course, was the managerial merry-go-round podcast that we used to do. We will be updating our file on that and doing a podcast, as Davey said, because uh, once again, around Mead, there's an awful lot of clubs looking for managers. It's, it's, uh, it's like being in, uh, in, <laughs> in, in beside the church in, on Paddy's Day, Mickey, to try and get on the, the wheels. There's a queue back as far as um, the railway <laughs> bar now to get on it. <laughs> yeah. we, we'll have the full we'll have the full list of them next week we will indeed well sticking with the under 20c football championship we're going to go to group b game played on friday night was in denor and it was st mary's who came away with the victory over minolte carnaross it was 110 to 18 that's an uh that's a funny amalgamation minolte and carnaross uh davy you know there'd be no love loss between them and yet at under 20 level they love each other um, and in the other game played on Saturday in Ardcat, it was in Masterson Park. It was Innie Gales 2-11, St. Vincent's 13 points. So um, a four-point victory there for Innie Gales over St. Vincent's Coraha. Move on now to the under-20D football championship, Group A, Davy. Group A, St. Michael's uh, were thumped by St. Column Kills second string. St. Column Kills 5-13, Michael's six points. Jenkinstown Gales, which is the Manalvi, Manalvi uh, Blackhall Gales, they had a, a victory over Dunhamer Ashburn's uh, second string. Six goals and five points to one goal and 11. And uh, there was a walkover for Rath Kenny uh, over Ratolt, I think. Yeah, it does look like that, all right. Yeah. It would be Rakeni's second, or Ratolt's second team, I'm sure. But uh, it does look like Rath Kenny got a walkover. But on the table... Neither of them have the points, so um, we'll just have to wait and see what happened there. And in uh, Group B of the, oh, sorry, just to let you know, in Group A of the under 20D, there's six teams. And in uh, Group B, there are five teams. So there was one team had a bye that was uh, Dunshockland. And uh, the other two games, it was Dunshockland's second team, I take it. Um, and uh, in the other two games, it was Clan Gale on Saturday, Got the victory over Longwood, 4-9 to Longwood's 12 points. So a nine-point victory there for Clon Gale. And Slane got the better of Beliver in a one-sided affair. 4-15 to Beliver's seven points. So Dunchocklin, as we said, with the walk over there. Now, on to the under-20 football championship. The top one, I don't know what we call it. We just call it the under-20 football championship, Davy. Yeah, Group A, Trim. Uh, one point victors over a tote. Some win for Trim there. 13 points to 1-9 They finished it over in Trim. And in the other game played on Friday night in Group A, 
central stone taken on Dunham Rashburn and it was Dunham Rashburn who uh, did enough 114 to 25 victors over central stone yeah and in group B of the Coolwright Refrigeration Under 20 Football Championship uh, there was only one game played it would seem it was uh, on Friday night and it was Summerhill 1 goal and 10 screen 12 points a 1 point victory for Summerhill Davy in that one yeah an own frame inspired Summerhill uh, great game of football I think lots of quality on show yeah, well, Davey, you're never going to move on to the uh, the small ball and the stick. You are uh, an expert on this these days. So we're going to go to the under-21. A, It's under-21 as well at, in Hurland. So it's the A Hurland Championship. And Davey, give us the results. Yeah, the lock crew, uh, Gail Column Kill amalgamation. There's some kind of amalgamations in that one now because there's I think there's two, is there two clubs in lock crew alone and then Gail Column Kill as well. Anyway, they uh, had 10 points to spare over Nafina, 2-11 to seven points in that one and uh, in the other game played in that group it between St Peter's and Boyne and Kiltail it finished St Peter's and Boyne 116 which is 19 points Kiltail 211 which is 17 points so a narrow victory for St Peter's and Boyne yeah and Dundry and Ratmaline are the other two teams in that uh, division but we don't have a result in for their game we don't know if it was played or not so we're going to move on to the under 21B Hurling Championship and uh, the results from this one. All six teams played in this uh, on Sunday. All of them were out. So in Rathout, it was St. Pat's 7-16. Rathout, four points. I presume that's Rathout's second team, Davey. Um, actually, I don't think it is. I don't see them in Division uh, A of the Championship. So massive win for St. Pat's there. Uh, in Drumree, it was Navin Amatney's 1-11. Drumree 1-5, a six-point victory for the visitors there. And in Dunamore Ashburn, it was... Dunham Ashburn and Wolf Tones to play with that game. No score in for that one either, Davy. Nil all at finish, Mickey. Nil all at finish. Yeah. Now just looking, Dunham Ashburn and Wolf Tones have a point each on the board, it says here. So was it a 0 0 scoreline from that one? I don't know. Not actually um, sure. Ah, here we go. They do the exact same in the Hurling, the under 21 Hurling Championship. So that would have been Rathod's B team or second team. Yeah. Um, that lost out to uh, to St. Pat's. So in the under-21 Hurling Championship, Davey, give, give us the results. Yeah, Trim, absolutely huge victory over Kilmessen, 4.29 to 1.11. This juggernaut of Trim, we've seen yeah. what they've done in minor in the last few years. We're seeing what they're doing at senior now as well. Um, absolutely astonishing. What a victory for Trim. And that just is a further sign of their strength and depth at underage level. Retold also a sign of their strength and depth. They beat Kildalki by 117 to 16. Incidentally, Pat O'Halloran and Darla Hart just after stepping aside as senior management in Kildalki. Another one maybe to capture next week. Um, and then a pull Satan game over in Atboy between Clanagale and Kaline, along with that amalgamation. Uh, draw match here, 115 to Clannagale, 212 to Colline Longwood. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Well, uh, that is the standings in the under 20 and under 21 championships, Davy. So, what we'll do now is we'll run through uh, the regional fixtures and the under 20 fixtures that are coming up but uh will we do the under 20s first and then come back to the to the dior like regional football championship yeah, sounds good yeah. cool so if you want to take it there from the under 28 championship yeah second round action coming friday night in simonstown simonstown looking to make it back-to-back -back wins they take on some pats who um were narrowly edged out last week that throws in at eight o'clock then on saturday in dumboyne it's st peter's dumboyne versus navna matney's two o'clock start for that one and in the under 20A Group B, um, the venue on Friday night, both of these games will be played on Friday night. The first one is in Castletown. It's Kalari Emmett's against Kilbride. Kalari Emmett's also looking to do back-to-back. -back. I'm not sure. I think Kilbride may have got a victory the first day out as well, Davy. And in Dulik, it's Dulik yeah. Bellewstown taking on Gail Colum Kill. Moving on to the under 20B Group A. Yeah, in... On Thursday night, actually, in Dungani, it's Dundry versus Drumcondrat Mead Hill, 7.45 start for that one. And then in Millbrook on Friday, it's Oldcastle hosting Drumbarra Emmets. That takes place at 8 o'clock. In the under-20B, Group B, uh, both games taking place on Friday night in Waterston. Waterston will take on the Nobber Kilmaine and Mud duo. And then uh, in Ballinlock at 8 o'clock, it's Ballinlock versus Clannard Balnabracki. So uh, both of them looking for victories in that one. 
into the C then, Group A on Saturday. It's uh, Kilberry, the venue for Wolf Tones against Nafina, two o'clock start. Also at two o'clock, this time from Bechtiv, it's Bechtiv Dunsany hosting St. Dalton's Courtown Gales. I just wonder if that game will be moved from Kilberry to Gibston. A lot of that happened during the league, uh, so you never know. <laughs> um, uh, in the Kilroy Refrigeration Under 20C uh, Group B, it's uh, first game is out on Friday night in Denor. It's St Mary's against St Vincent's Coraha. And then on Saturday in Ballinacree, it's Innie Gales against Minalty Carna Ross. So uh, there's a, a, a nice North Mead derby in that one. Yeah, uh, going into D. There's three games down for decision in Group A, two of them coming on Friday night. First of them from Carlinstown, St. Michael's hosting Rakenny at 8 o'clock. Also on Friday night, this time from Ashburn, it's Dunhamer Ashburn versus St. Column Kills. Uh, 8 o'clock start for that one. And then there's one game on Saturday in Retote. It's Retote's second string hosting Jenkinstown Gales. 2 o'clock start there. In the under 20D football championship group B, it's uh, Dunshockland, the venue on Friday night, 8 o'clock, Dunshockland versus Beliver. And on Saturday, it will be Slane against Clon McGill at 2 o'clock in Slane. So moving on then to the under 20 football championship group A. Yeah, Premier Division, let's call it, in hey, Ashburn. Hey. <laughs> it's uh, Dunham Ashburn versus Trim. Uh, heavy looking game, that. That should be decent. And uh, that throws in at eight o'clock on Friday. Saturday, then in Retote, it's Retote host, host in Sanchestown at two. And from Group B on Friday night, the venue is uh, Pilltown and it's St. Mike or St. Column Kills against Screen. And on Saturday at two o'clock, it's Summerhill against Dunshockland in Summerhill. So we have a few under 21 Hurling Championship fixtures as well, Davy. Yeah, in Group A on Sunday. It's Dunry hosting Ratmaline at 11. I think that's a first round game, actually. Um, sorry, that was last week. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 these ones here from the 30th, I'd say. On Sunday at uh, 11 o'clock in <laughs> Kiltail, it's Kiltail hosting Nafina. Also on Sunday at 11 in Ratmaline, Ratmaline playing. St. Peter's to Boyne and then there's one game on Monday night or sorry Monday day it's a bank holiday of course it's Lock Crew Gales and Gale Column Kill and they play Dunry at 11am yeah the, 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 it's Halloween as well Davy next uh, Monday so uh, yeah there could be a, a few scary ones there um, in the under 21B Hurling Championship on Sunday next in Stamullen it's St. Pat's against Dunhamore Ashburn in Kilberry all these games at 11 o'clock on Sunday. It's Wolf Tones against Drumree. And in uh, the in the Trim Road, O'Mahony's second ground, it's Navin O'Mahony's against Rathholt, also at 11 o'clock. So in the under-21 Premier Hurling Championship, Davy, as we said, we'll call it, next Sunday they kick off or throw in. They do indeed. First one up is in Kilmessen, and it's Kilmessen playing Clannagale at 10 a.m. That's a very early start on Sunday uh, for that one. Um, also on Sunday, slightly later start for Kaline Longwood versus Rathout, 11am in Kaline. And the final one comes from Father Plunkett Memorial Park at 11am. It's Kildalki versus Trim. There's one fixture which isn't there, Mickey, but I'm telling anybody who's at a loose end to go and watch it. It's the St. Dalton's Courtown Gales minor team versus Simonstown Gales minor team. It was one of the best games of football. I think it was the best game of football I've seen this year last week in Dungani. The replay takes place on Bank Holiday Monday in the park in Kells. I think there's a 12 o'clock start for that. Should be an absolutely brilliant game yet again. If it's half as good as the first one, people are in for a treat. Yeah, the first game was an absolute dinger, so it was. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see that, uh, that, that game again. Of course... It is the We Are Mead Derby, Davy Wisman. Um, Tis. And uh, we might even do a co-commentary on that where we could bait the shite out of each other as well and uh, give the referee loads of abuse and stuff like that. I know we would never do something like that, but um, it, it'd be an interesting uh, commentary, that's for sure. Fan yeah. zone. Yeah, I, I just wish you were there last week, Mickey, and we could have done it because uh, it, <laughs> it, it had everything. It was a brilliant, brilliant game of football, played in the right way as well, and... Uh, yeah, hopefully it's it's just as good next time. Absolutely. Well, look, we're going to move on now and do the fixtures for the upcoming Dior Light Regional Football Championship, Group A and Group B, Davy. And we've already, you know, like when we were doing our uh, Kiko Sports All-Star Team of the Year event, 
we it was delayed a little bit because a lot of these regional teams have been having in-house games and challenges and the whole lot like and seems to be a real good uptake uh, for for the for the regional championship yeah by and large it has like you're always going to get certain regions where like for one reason or another fellas can't commit or have other things happening like the likes of Dunchocklin obviously being a prime example and going into Leinster and stuff certain teams playing under 21 and they have a lot of fellas represented but it looks like it's it's uh, it's going to be really well received it obviously kicks off this week uh, uh, games are going to be every week on a Tuesday and Wednesday in Dungani back to back um, so people are going to get plenty of opportunities to watch the football and uh by and large, from what I like, I spoke to Davy Nelson just the other night about it, you know, and he's over one of the Northmead regions, and he was saying like the quality and the standard is excellent, like even the pace of it, you, you just notice the difference really, and uh, he doesn't think it's it's too far, if not on par with what we see in in the senior championship, and I suppose that's the idea really behind it. Absolutely, you know, you're getting the top players from all these clubs playing on a regional team. It's uh, it could make for an interesting tournament going forward. There's no doubt about that. Well, we're going to start off with Group A. Davey said it already, Tuesday night and Wednesday night. Well, all the games in Group A are on Tuesday night, Davey, so we're going to go to that one first. Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30-second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn, replacing it with the near-silent cutting of a Husqvarna auto mower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control auto mower from your phone. Auto mower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin and Sons, your authorised auto mower dealer on 046 955-1910 or in store in Clonard County Mead. Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coyne & Sons. If you need any more information on the Automore, feel free to call into us here in Clonard County Mead. So David, we're going to move on now to the uh, Dioralite Regional Football Championship uh, fixtures and uh, funnily enough they have fixtures down for the next two weeks for for Group A and the same for Group B. So teams know ahead of time who they're going to be playing, which is really good as well that, you know, you, you know you're out at 7.30 or 8 o'clock this Tuesday and the following Tuesday. Absolutely, yeah. Great idea. Uh, all the fixtures laid out there and then. So, um, and it's they're all in Lugani. So you can't you can't get lost or anything going to the game. You, you know where it's going to be. You know when it's going to be. <laughs> well, the first, the first of the games in, well, round one, games are this Tuesday and uh, in the Dioralite Regional Championship and Brunabonia will be taking on Loch Crew and on Tushkart will be taking on Darnley from Group A, Davey. Yeah, absolutely, Mickey. On to Group B then, two games down for decision on Wednesday. It's Boyne Valley versus the Blackwater, not the Blackwater Inn, just the Blackwater. That's at half seven in uh, pitch one in Dugani. Also taking place on Wednesday, this time on pitch two, it's Moiferna. Uh, versus Tara. I'm probably after butchering the name, but I don't think there's going to be too many people getting it right. Yeah, I think it's my Fenra, but my Fenra. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll figure it out by the end of the championship or whatever. But um, yeah, um, really, really uh, looking forward to this. If anybody, I know th- th- these team names are, are, are confusing for people, but head on over to our Loyal Royals podcast because we're going to go through the regional championship in depth. Uh, over there on uh, our Loyal Royals podcast this week and of course as we said already we do have an interview with Colm O'Rourke from the media night the launch of the regional championship and Davey had a really good chat with him there on it so um, yeah if you don't know what region uh, your team is in head on over to that podcast and we'll do it in full detail on that one so um, yeah that's, that's one to not miss this week Davey, we have some results as well from uh, Mead Ladies club teams that were out in Leinster club action um, on the weekend. And, you know, it was mixed fortunes for the two teams that were out. We, of course, Dumboyne had lost the previous week and then we had two more out this weekend. We did, yeah. Uh, Screen had a brilliant win in the intermediate Leinster championship over Kilcullen. Uh, terrific game it was. 4-14 to 3-10 
they were the victors uh, in that game. And then in uh, the junior, sadly for St. Dalton's, the St. Dalton's ladies, junior A champions, their uh, venture in Leinster came to a premature end. They were defeated by Raheem's of Kildare. Five goals and nine points to St. Dalton's ladies, one goal and 11. Um, St. Dalton's ladies will probably feel a little bit aggrieved. They missed a penalty in the first half. They got back into the game, got it back to three points. But uh, Raheem's were, were pretty lethal. I think two Kildare players in, the, in their ranks as well, which at junior level is... Um, is obviously a, a bit of a star turn, but um, yeah, mixed fortunes. Great win for screen, though. You know, came through a really tough test, and uh, they progress. Yeah, absolutely, and, and and hard luck to the St Dalton's ladies. The concession of early goals being the the big thing there for St Dalton's, and we're always chasing the game, Davy. I think you mentioned it there already. They did get it back to three points at one stage, but uh, they ran out of gas maybe towards the end from you know chasing the game from start to finish nearly. That's it, exactly, Mickey. Um, and it, Raheem's just seemed to get a goal like every time they they needed it. There was a burn girl playing corner forward. I think she got two or three on the day. She was superb. And um, listen, that extra bit of quality. It's it's a weird one because even when Ultons were supposed senior, they never got a bit of a run in Leinster, which was a bit of a strange one. Um, obviously Dunboyne have gone out, so screener are only hopes really from a lady standpoint in Leinster. Uh, she they were inspired brilliantly by uh Kira Smith, who was outstanding throughout for screen. So they progress, and uh, we wish them well in the next round. I think in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, best of luck to screen. They are the only ladies that are still flying the flag for Mead in Leinster competition, and we wish them the very best of luck and hard luck to the St Dalton's ladies. I'm sure they will. Uh, Brush it off, get back to training and be ready for the uh, Mead Intermediate Championship uh, for 2023. Davey, it's time to move on to our lotto segment and run through what's happening within the clubs. Sure. First up is Walterstown and their results from Sunday the 23rd. There was no jackpot winner. The numbers drawn were 7, 8, 18 and 25. Uh, they had no match three winners. So the next draw takes place on Sunday with €3,700 up for grabs. You can play online or club force. Moynalty are next in. With their results from Sunday night as well, 5,200 euro, not one. Seven match three winners collecting 30 euro each who were Brendan Barber, Fiona Smith, Chris Nevin, David Daly, Joey Curley, Pora Carlin and Elaine Nevin. The special online prize of 50 euro went to Gavin Lynch and the numbers were 4, 10, 11 and 25. 5,400 euro next week. Quarter GFC, three, 11,300 uh, still going. Not one last week, last Friday night. 8, 12, sorry, 8, 22, 24 and 30, the numbers. Uh, five twenty euro winners were Faye Coyne, Stevie Collier, Lorraine Curran, Tom Avan, Tyg Monaghan and Vivian Usher. The first Trolley Dash finalist goes to James Lochran. There's going to be eight Trolley Dash finalists to go into the grand finale of that. Mm-hmm. Um James is the first one in the hat. Uh, but we go again with €11,400 Friday night and also another place in our Trolley Dash final, courttowngacom forward slash lotto. Dunshockland and Royal Gales results from last Monday night. The numbers drawn were 8, 13, 25 and 28. There was no jackpot winner. Big sigh of relief for Dunshockland. No match three winners <laughs> either, so they weren't even close to having a bit of a sweat. Uh, the next draw takes place Monday the 24th at half eight live on Facebook, which is tonight where they have 1400 euro up for grabs with 200 euro added uh, each week. Hashtag Dunshockland rising. Hashtag we are going up. Also passing on our congratulations to St. Bridget's, Castletown and Ratot. So uh, nice message there from Dunshockland Royal Gales. Gail Colin Kill. Their results from last week, 7, 8, 13 and 17. The numbers 4,050 euro over jackpot. Wasn't one, uh, but the following uh, were match three winners and they share 150 euro between them. Martin Woods, Sean Drew, Alan McDonald and Neve Rispin. 4,200 euro next week. Um, Screen next in and their results from the 16th, 3,900 euro. Lucky dip winners were Nuala Tobin, Bernie Dardis, Tilly O'Brien and James Murphy. Uh, they go again next week with €3,900 and the draw will take place on Sunday night. I think that is 
sorry, I have one more here in front of me from Castletown. Um, or maybe I have a couple. Castletown next up, 4,800 euro, uh, 11, 20, 21 and 26, the numbers. Uh, lucky dip winners were Barry Sheeran, Greg Meehan, Pat Hoy, Sarah McMahon and David and Donna Moran. Drumbarra. 4,600 euro, no winner. Uh, 30 euro winners were Maria Smith, Ollie, Frankie and Ted, CJ and Jason, Kathy Phillips and Niall Farley. Navino Matney's 9, 20, 21 and 24, the numbers uh, from the 18th of October, they had no winner. The match three winners were Amela, uh, sorry, Amelia O'Brien and Rian Caffrey along with Katie Person. The next draw takes place on the 25th of October with 5,750 euro up for grabs. Minalvi, I think they are last from last Monday, 1, 11, 18, and 26. No jackpot winner. 320 euro winners were Anthony Bryan, Benny Kyo, Alqua Williams, and the next draw takes place tonight, Monday, with 1,100 up for grabs at Minalvi, GFC.ie, or you can play it on the Club Force app. Perfect, Davey. Um, just to let you know, there's no uh, result in from the Simonstown Lotto from last Friday evening. Uh, I've checked the what the club's app app, no result up on that, and Jelly has no update on it for me either. The Centristown Lotto takes place tonight, uh, the Monday the 24th of October. The jackpot tonight is €3,000. If it's not won, next week it will be €3,100. So, um. Uh, do check out uh, Centristown and um, their, their their club socials for, for, for the result of that one. But you can do it on smartlotto.ie or you can go to any of their social media pages and you will get the link there as well. I have it there in front of me on Twitter. So that is our, uh, our lotto segment done for this week, Davy. I'm still, still uh, struggling um, after our excerpts on... Um, on, on Saturday night, but anyways, we'll 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 continue on because we're nearly there. It's time to go to Instagram Interactive, Davy. Yeah, starting with Kevin Muldoon, a, a very cheeky cartoon man saying no Walton's man in the nominations. Um, he's right though. There wasn't. Um, probably Walton's. Uh, they did get a couple of good performances towards the end, but unfortunately for them, uh, you know, uh, we were taking it across the whole championship and had they somebody like Mickey Newman to stand out in their relegation games um, you know uh, we definitely would have had them in as a nomination but you know there's always next year lads exactly Mickey um, normally I'd say something like that and you'd make a big face at me but you've done it this week so that's all <laughs> oh, I was just I was just being nice I thought it would be nice well, well said well said uh, Shane Mangan next in and he said good to see some new faces on the Mead football and hurling panels um, probably one for our Patreon this week considering we have a bit of a podcast with Colm O'Rourke we might reveal a few of those new faces um, mm-hmm. but just a word for Shane Mangan Mickey because he popped the big question over the weekend to his now fiance uh, Kira, so many congratulations to them. I think they're only after buying a house, and now they're engaged. So it's uh, it's all down here from now, Shane. So enjoy yeah. the next few weeks and months. <laughs> <laughs> congratulations to uh, Kira. Is that is that her name? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah Kira congratulations Donahue, yeah. to Kira and commiserations to Shane. Uh, another good man gone. Um, I know. Fair play. Well done. And I suppose the next move after buying a house was to get married. So um, it's only a natural progression. But congratulations to both Shane and Kira. Have you barely the patience to listen to a 30-second ad? Well then, at Husqvarna, we can't imagine how you put up with having to manually mow your lawn. Instead, kick back and silently say goodbye to hours wasted manually mowing your lawn replacing it with the near-silent cutting of a Husqvarna automower. Smart home compatible, and if that isn't your cup of tea, control automower from your phone. Automower also brings new meaning to green fingers, producing no direct emissions. If we've caught your ear, contact PR Coin & Sons, your authorised automower dealer on 046 955 1910 or in-store in Clonard County Meath. Hi, Kevin Coyne here from PR Coyne & Sons. If you need any more information on the Automore, feel free to call into us here in Clannard County Meath. Jack Walsh, I uh, don't think he's anywhere near 
doing something as drastic as either of those two just yet because he's still talking about soccer. And he said Rovers one hand on the title after a big win versus Pats. Yeah, I actually watched this game Friday night, Mickey was on the TV and uh, thought it was an awful referee in performance, actually. Um, yeah. Really, really strange. He gave, uh, he gave a penalty to... He gave a penalty to Pats that wasn't a penalty and he had a poor oh. decision as well in the lead up to one of the Rovers goals, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Yeah. Um, trying to recall what it was, but it was a two really strange calls. The penalty for Pats was one of those, his arm was down by his side um, and it flicked off his, his knee, I think, and hit his hand. So, mm. you know, like that's that's a very harsh call. Um, but he doesn't have the uh, luxury of having replays or, or or having anything like that or going to the sideline and having a look at it um on a video or anything like that but um you know uh, it was saved as well the penalty it was um, so justice yeah. was probably so done justice I, was I, can't, I can't remember there was something very strange about the rovers goal as well but it's yeah yeah it's it's, um, it's we come back. We, we, anyway. we, we'll do that in another podcast. Don't worry, Davey. We probably won't, but yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, they have we... one hand. They have one hand on the title. It all depends on, uh, like, if Derry slip up one more time, um, that's it. It's over and done with. Yeah, uh, Joey Mooney said, "Regional championships. What to expect?" Yeah, well, head on over to our Loyal Royals podcast, and you'll you'll uh, get everything of. Uh, from the management teams to the teams that are involved in each region, we'll be going through some of the players on each of the regional teams, the management teams, not only the managers, but the coaches. Uh, we might even talk about the jerseys and uh, what to expect from it. Expect high a high level of football. That's all I'd say, because you're talking about the best players from each team uh, being involved with the um, regional teams. So, um, yeah, I think you're looking at a high standard of football. Owen J. Brennan said Mead hurling on the rise. Um, and Sorry, and on the underdogs. <laughs> uh, the underdogs actually has a good chance to bring in Rob Perfield as well, who said best of luck to Philly O'Brien starting for the underdogs up the Pats. Yeah, Philly is the goalkeeper, Mickey, for the St. Pats hurlers. And he's going to start in goals for the underdogs, which I think that game has been shown live on Sunday evening, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, best of luck to Philly. I know he's regularly on to us here on the podcast as well. He's a big listener and uh, we wish him all the very best. I think his reward, Mickey, could actually be a place on uh, Shorsha Bulfin's Mead Hurland squad for next year as well, because I think he's one of the players that is uh, maybe in and amongst it now as well. So it just shows it doesn't go unnoticed. Absolutely, yeah. Well done to Philly and best of luck in that game on Sunday. Uh, oh, we'll save that one, actually. Um, Sean O'Sullivan said, minor star, minor dual star, Michael O'Sullivan. Yeah, like from Dunham Ashburn, incredible. Yeah. Um, you know, in their minor Division 1 hurling final, he hit all of Dunham Ashburn's scores, six points. And then what did he finish up with in the minor football final then, Davey? One, Goal six, and four. I Going think for, for, all from play, play or maybe he had a um, point of from a free, but yeah, incredible stuff, yeah. yeah. And, and and definitely, we like to tell our listeners, you know, that's one to look out for. Um, Michael O'Sullivan, write it down, another name, um, that's going to be a huge star in either or both hurling and football. For me, Rob Perfield said, Any chance of a mixelor commentary on the regional games? Yeah, we're, we're, that's something that we have looked at, Davy, and we're 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 um, we're going to do whatever games we can um, from the regional championship over the next number of weeks. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, look, watch this space. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Sean Gurk said, "Players on the team of the year make not making their regional politics." Not making the regional, I'd say they were asked to, but uh, didn't. Yeah, I was, I was, I was actually, I just replied to that with question marks because I couldn't think of, of a, like I just off the top of my head because it literally just came in. I couldn't really think of too many that that happened. Um, but yeah, yeah, like okay, Barry Farley's senior, he won't be. Oshin Miland, yeah, Evan Hoy, I presume so. Oshin Foley, a definite third. Stephen Shepherd. Is overage. Uh, <laughs> Ross Ryan is senior as well. Tom Bowden, definitely. Ian McConnell. Jack Flynn, obviously, and Diane McGowan won't be. Darrell Rowe is 
called in but has a broken arm. Yeah. Cormac Brown from St. Bridget's, was he called in? I'm sure he had to have been. Well, well, I, I don't see with some regions, they are trying to keep the under, under 20s, 20s away. Yeah. Like, and Cormac Brown yeah. will be under 20, Tom Bowden will Tom be under 20. Ushin Milan, yeah, could be as well. So, like, I know some regions are using them, others aren't. So, maybe that could be the reason if there's a is couple Kevin, of those fellas. Is Kevin Ross playing under 20? Uh, no, he's definitely not playing under. <laughs> he's not playing under twenty. Uh, but I'm sure he's probably going to be involved. Well, there you go again. Darren Leinster, they'll want to give that a great crack. Kevin Ross exactly. is probably looking at it. He's played county already in the years gone by. What's a bigger thing on his priority personally? If I was Kevin Ross, it'd be Leinster. Yeah, Kevin first, Ross. Kevin Ross last Saturday was trading with the uh, regional team. Okay, no, that's that's good, but um, I'm sure there's a few like Dunchoklin in particular. To the best yeah. of my knowledge, none of their first team are going playing the region. Yeah, you know, for now they, they until, want to give Leinster a good crack. Exactly until their until their Leinster or the All Ireland campaign is over, um, and let's hope that Dunchoklin don't have to send any players to the regional because that means that they've gone far and deep into the Leinster or the All Ireland. So yeah, look, it's a uh, we'll have to check that out a little bit anyway. Yeah, and then the final one comes from PS Tapes, and he said, Davy and Mickey letting the barman know one of the winners was 17. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was there was there was a number of players maybe on, on our uh, uh Kiko Sports All-Star team of the year that were only 17 years of age. I can I, I could definitely see two, three, uh definitely three there, just at a quick glance, Davy. Um but again, it just shows you the quality of young footballers that are around the county. Like, um, and I was surprised to hear, hear that some of them were only seventeen years of age. Yeah, and there you have Shep, who's twice their age, and uh, <laughs> he was still there on the night. And uh, we had great crack with him until the early hours. So, uh, yeah, that's that's why we're as shaky as we are today. Shep wasn't. Shep. Shep, yeah, Shep wasn't. He uh, he wasn't too impressed about uh, uh, losing in the darts, though, Davy. <laughs> no, he he wasn't. Uh, I don't. I think he's one of these fellas, Mickey. That's just a pure competitor. Do you know what? Anything yeah. I'd say he does. Um, yeah, and especially losing to you as well. I wouldn't say he minded losing to anybody else, but losing to you, you know. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. even going to mention who he lost to, but now that you brought it up, yeah, uh, I, yeah, I, yeah. I whipped his ass, Davy. Um, so is that it? Anything else? Have we got that's anybody? It. And so. Paddy Stapleton with, uh, with always saves the best to last. And uh, yeah, look, again, thanks to everybody who came to the Blackwater Inn in Kells last Saturday evening for what was an absolutely brilliant, brilliant event when we announced the Kiko Sports All-Star Team of the Year. And uh, yeah, well done to all of the players who picked up awards on the night and well done to all the nominees because they were all very worthy uh, nominees and, 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 you know, it was very tight call between many of the um, nominees for each of the positions. So once again, thanks to everybody who supported it. Thanks to everybody who supported So Sad on the night as well. 900 euro for So Sad. We are absolutely delighted with that. And, um, you know, uh, thanks to everybody for, for, for making it such a great night. Well, look, that's it from this episode of your We Are Mead podcast. Remember, We Are Mead by Manners More.